0: Welcome to David's what David 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 Peek. David. What's up, everyone? This episode is... Uh, kind of going to be... <coughs> you can hear me, I don't have my headphones on, so... Basically, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be talking about need. What is need? What causes need? And what's the consequences of need? Um, um, But if you're new to this channel, welcome to David Speaks. Uh, channel for helping you have more insights and to grow and learn, uh, in everyday life. Uh, and this episode is about need. What is need? And why is it important to know about need? Um... there really there may not necessarily be anything important necessarily to but there will be um You will gain some understandings about why your mind does what it does um, if you listen to this episode. So, in order to grasp this topic properly... of it. Actually, I'm going to turn this back on. And uh, why this matters and its going to be obvious to you why this is going to matter at the end of this episode because there's a bunch of problems that happen with need. So, in order to understand this, we're going to have to dissect it, and then we're going to have to go back into it later. So what is need? What causes it? Need is, in simple terms, uh, the a feeling of something being missing, which causes you to need something. You need this or that because you may think it's going to bring you, make you happy, or bring you joy, or whatever it is, bring you peace or love. And uh, that's not a coincidence. So, what causes need? Um, The basic understanding that I. I got from this because I was really contemplating this earlier I was looking at need I was wondering about it I was like, um, because people think of this thing, idea of need and they go oh yeah need so what um, but they don't understand that the hub uh, from which your mind runs around and does all the monkey mind and all the crazy shit it does is because of need um, it needs things to be a certain way, to be a certain way that it isn't, that things aren't, which causes your mind to, you know, fall into depression or, you know, anger or monkey mind or whatever it is. So, what's the cause of need? Um. You can almost think of need as a sort of survival mechanism, of a sort. Um, there's a good two-part series, uh, series, or um, from a channel called Actualized.org called Understanding Survival. It goes into what survival is. Survival is not just about physical survival; it's about going up the levels of survival. It starts off with physical survival then it goes to, you know, other higher levels of survival until the point to where you, you may be rich but you're still at a certain level of survival like if you don't have a yacht and your friends have a yacht and they make fun of you for not having a yacht your survival then impinges upon you getting a yacht. And so it's not just about physical survival, it's about all kinds of different survivals that has to do with your identity. So, need uh, comes from survival and identity. Your needs, um, <clears throat> in many ways, dictate your life because most of the needs, if not all of them are if, if not met uh, cause depression, anger, and things like this even if they are met causes anxiety or fear that they will one day not be met so need in, in a sense is causing much of the problems of your mind why why are you getting depressed why are you getting annoyed why are you getting angry it all has to do with need which is why i like to think of need as like this you could think of all the thoughts as like orbiting around or dealing with need in some way and so this is why your mind this is why you get so neurotic and, and you have all these problems it's because of need need creates a sort of craving for things to be a certain way almost like an expectation like I need things to be this way why what what, is, what would happen if you don't get things this way Oh, uh, things will be horrible but why oh my my identity is is uh, basically connected to these things. And so if I don't get these things, I'm, my identity is threatened. Whatever that might be from. Uh, you know, maybe you're not getting the love you want from somebody or whatever it is. So, need is... Like the gravity of so, think of your mind as like the solar system. Uh, there's different parts of the solar system there's love, there's hate, there's joy, there's you know, money, success, women, sex things like this, men, um, whatever it is, and then there's the need, it comes, it, it, that, that is at the center of, the, of this universe, that's creating this gravity, that's making these things orbit around, and uh, which creates the monkey mind, which creates all these problems of the mind, It's really strange how how important need is, but how little it is understood or discussed. Uh, and when people discuss it, you know, I saw this article today from Psychological Psychology Today, which goes over need, why you have, you're needy. But they don't actually explain to you the consequences of this. There are serious consequences of this, there are serious problems. That is caused by by the needs that you have. And uh, these these problems have to do with your monkey mind, your, you know, your constant blaming, all these strong emotions you have. If you have depression, sadness, um, whatever it is. Your mind is constantly trying to find and cling on to something for stability. Because if it feels feels like if it doesn't have this, then things will not be stable and it may may not exist because its identity is wrapped up with things and objects. You know, you may think this has to do with, like, say, if you have a need about, you know, having love from somebody that you love. Um, You may think that it has to do with just this, but it doesn't. It actually goes a little bit further out. And it actually causes your monkey mind. uh, You you know, it causes all these problems. Because there's multiple needs that your mind has. And these all kind of create a sort of... Uh, a magnet a a, a sort of gravity well of sorts and so your mind's going to be constantly just moving, 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 moving Um, because there's a bunch of needs and and identities that it needs to hold on to and maintain it needs to cling on to things or it needs to attach to things because if it, it doesn't do that If it doesn't do this, it will no longer, you know, be stable, or at least it thinks it will no longer be stable, but the problem is is that you're not stable as it is when you're connected to these things, when you're attaching to these things. Your mind is a very sneaky instrument. Uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't do very well at hiding. It doesn't do very well at, uh, you know, explaining these things to you. As a matter of fact, the closer you get to these truths, the harder your mind's going to fight. It's going to be like, no, you know, focus on this become distracted. Um, There's basically six different types of distractions or things that keep you from being present, from being aware of what your mind is doing. Um, Lying, and I'm not just talking about overt lying. Um, For more information about this, there's an episode from actualize.org called I may be getting this wrong, but, uh, something like all your sneaky, uh, and dirty manipulations or something like this, or how you lie, basically, so less the beginning part of it, um, and, uh, it's pretty amazing, like, because the mind can't really come out with it, especially because, especially now days with this society that we have you know we have, we can't you know because we have things like you know selfishness and our vocabulary um, and you know things like this the mind realizes that I can't just go but I want you to look away from this thing or I want you to um, not see this thing It has to Either lie about this thing In some way Very subtle lies not, They're not always over, Um Or they Or the mind it Uses distraction There's another good episode Called distraction the Ego's favorite defense mechanism um, Another one is imagination Where you're maybe imagining something, like, say you create your own, like, worlds, in your own imagination that keeps you from going within, looking at your mind, um, criticism is one of them, um, talking, basically, So there's a bunch of them here that, you know, that your mind, a bunch of, like, mechanisms that your mind uses to keep you from looking at the structure and the the actions of your mind. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for this, but, uh, main reason is because when you start looking at the structure the the actions of your mind of the when you start looking at what it's doing you start realizing how insane your mind is um, and you start realizing how um, your mind is deceives you into be th- believing that everything is fine. Like, even when your mind goes a million miles a minute, you know, sometimes you'll you'll have moments like that, and your, your mind's like, oh, no, everything's fine, and then it goes back to normal, and then a couple of days later, or whatever, it goes back to it, and then it's like, oh, no, it's fine. Um, but it's actually not as simple as that. Because um, there's Identity and needs here that are—it's not even about the identity and uh, there's not even about the needs and the identity as much as it is about. Um, I mean that's definitely part of it, but it's more about how your mind, it tries to ignore, and deny, and resist. And forget, um, and distract you from these needs and identities. Um, unawareness is how the only reason why your mind, the only reason why all these things keep happening, your mind somehow keeps you unaware by doing certain things you know maybe if you get depressed maybe you maybe your mind what, what your mind might do is it'll start listening to music which there's nothing wrong with that um, might start you know singing songs to itself whispering songs might be making up songs you know, might be doing all kinds of things and there's nothing wrong with these things necessarily uh, but the problem is that they they are distracting from what is happening, unawareness. And so the unawareness is basically keeping you from uh, fixing these problems. And you don't fix the problems by you know, trying to change them you know, with force or ever, but by just being aware of them, being aware of what your mind is doing. And that's hard to do because your mind wants to distract you because it, maybe it has guilt of sorts associated with these needs, like, oh, I I can't be feeling this way, I must be selfless, or whatever. Uh, Maybe it's shame, like, oh, I have weird needs, or, you know, "I'm, I'm a weird person, I'm a bad person, this type of thing. So, there's all kinds of resistances that are related to these needs. Even though it wants to meet these needs, it also may have uh, neuroses when it's related to these needs or similar needs or other needs. And so, um, to keep you from looking at these needs because it's embarrassed or it might get embarrassed or sad or whatever when it sees these needs. So, it distracts you with all kinds of things it's like, let's go watch television let's go do this, let's go do that it keeps you from looking at these needs, it keeps you from looking at what the mind is doing Um, I'm not saying that you don't do these things necessarily Um, I'm saying be aware of what's happening, what you're you're doing when you're doing these things Be aware of how your mind is trying to drift away from itself and from its, you know, so-called problems. Because the problems themselves aren't, you know, really problems. What they really are, are just the story. There are no problems. If there's no story going on in your head, will there be any problems at all? No there would be no problems. So the problem has more to do with story and this idea of needs and, you know, oh, I want this to be loud and whatnot. Um, it keeps you trapped within the mind's barriers and whatnot. And uh, the other way that it keeps you trapped is by distraction. You know, you're talking to everybody. Oh, look at this is my friend Billy here. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, it's useful and it's, gonna, and it's gonna be fun but you know don't uh, do that to the detriment of looking within looking at your mind, especially when it's going on these uh, you know especially when your mind is having a monkey mind which basically just means you know going crazy doing all that crazy shit it does. is a weird uh, construction made up of uh, parts that it doesn't want to see. And these parts that it doesn't want to see are what's controlling it. And so, as long as you don't see them, they're going to be controlling you. And the mind's going to be controlling you. Or they're going to be controlling the mind and the mind's going to be controlling you. Uh, So you have to be aware of these things. You have to be aware of what your mind is doing, why your mind is doing, what it's doing, and, um, just keep staying aware. It's like you're basically becoming a scientist of your mind. You're just observing your mind. You're not doing anything about it. You're not trying to judge your mind. Um, and you're not, um, trying to stop the mind from doing what it does. You're just watching it. You're not even necessarily trying to distance yourself from your mind. You're just watching what the mind does. So, anyways. This is David Speaks, um... And I'll talk to you in the next episode.